Good morning and welcome to the New Media Show. My name is Todd Cochran. We've got, uh, of course, my co-host, Mr. Rob Greenlee, on the other line. Good morning, Rob. How are you? Good, Todd. It's great to be back on the New Media Show. It's awesome. So, so what are we going to talk about today, Todd? Uh, <laughs> well, to start off with, um, parents and podcasters, do you have a gamer in your house that you're having challenges with? There's a new device. <laughs> it's uh, called Tech Restarters, designed to, uh, you know, on a, on a, you know, it's always good to reset your router once in a while. And uh, when you've got a League of Legends player in your house that's uh, an adult going to school that's driving you crazy, um, you can restart your router with a timer. It's a beautiful thing. I heard the scream of agony at 1 o'clock in the morning last night. So <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, did you do? What did you do? And not only that, I have th yeah. three of them. So I shut off the router. Then about an hour later, I shut off the um, the uh, the switch. And then you know, yeah, it's beautiful. Turn them off for like two minutes. This is a wonderful twenty bucks on Amazon, folks. Well, you can uh, you can plug plug one of those directly into the xbox too right well you know it has you know it's it's best when you it's very hard to get to the power cord so it, it took me like you know it took me a, a while to get them installed because my everything is kind of buried and uh, so yeah, yeah. It, and it's not easy for him to go rearrange cables and find it and unplug it and yeah but anyway yeah well, yeah, and one of the reasons to do that is is if you're doing a live video podcast, you don't want your kid using all your bandwidth while no, you're doing no, the show. No, matter of fact, <laughs> if you start lagging and YouTube starts lagging, which I'm watching right now because he's in there, he's he's been up all night, you know, one of those all night marathons, and I have the actual cord that's right on the other side of the desk that is, you know, for the switch that's in the uh, garage because that's where the gaming stuff is. I'll just go down and. I'll, I'll disconnect him from the from the wired internet. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, here's here. You know, here, it's a good point. If you have kids, then you haven't got any gaming stuff yet. Don't do it. Don't don't buy no Xbox, no PlayStation Four. Don't do it. Just little. <laughs> if you're gaming yourself, put yourself on hiatus when your kids get enough old enough to want the console joysticks. It's uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway, enough on that. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the new media show, not the gaming parenting show. So yeah. anyway, Rob, the big week this week, uh, you know, lots of news still. I mean, it, it's just like uh, in, in, I didn't see any mergers or investments, but I did see lots of discussions in the space, lots of articles. Anything that uh, caught your eye oh, yeah. that, that you thought was worthy of some commentary? Well, I saw, I saw one um, talking about a podcast. Talking about podcast directory, the future Rolodex of podcasting services as part of our effort. You know, drawing this correlation between a Rolodex and podcasting. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> so was it? I, I know it's just symb symbolism. Was it some yeah. existing, uh, some existing actual podcast directory, or were they just? just talking about the value of having a podcast directory. 
I th- I think it may have been um, what is it? Uh, Pod to Pod maybe doing something with the podcast directory themselves. Oh, so that's, they that's cool. They launched launched something on their uh, uh, website here that lists different podcasting services. And so I, they're still building it out, but it, but it, it, it lists um, audio sharing, consultants, Facebook communities, guest booking services, meetups, podcast advertising, conferences, um, podcast equipment, legal services, marketing, you know, just it's like a categorization of uh, different um, aspects of podcasting and the services and companies that are out there. Right. So, well, you know, they've been slowly that was building. Interesting. They, they've been Joseph and they've been slowly building out the, the site. You know, and they, uh, I think though the, you know, they've got a Slack channel, and I kind of liked it better on the Slack channel that they had when, they kind of curated uh, some of the news that was coming into the podcast news section, because they've got a bot that's. Uh, uh, now picking up any, and it, it's pretty good. It doesn't miss anything. Uh, it's podcast news related. And, uh, but some of the stuff is, um, you know, I, I guess it's better to see it all than to miss a few things. But they use a tool called Zapier, Z-A-P-I-E-R, to find all the podcast articles and they post that. So those of you that know what we're talking about, pod2pod.com has a Slack channel. That's, it's pretty good. Um they talk, they've got uh, advice, a general, you can introduce yourself. Uh, there's uh, their curated playlist and then and then news. Um, a lot of podcasters are, are hanging out over there. So if you've never used Slack before, it's a good good place to get an introduction to Slack and see the value of it. So, Yeah, Todd, I would say that most of the articles that are coming out you know, in support of the podcasting space now are usually – more related to content these days. They're yeah. not really, yeah. there's not a lot of, a lot of what I would call kind of, um, critical articles of the podcasting space per se as an industry. It's just more, more featured on the content, which I guess is indicative of what's happening in the space. Um, there's just a lot of energy going into content now. I think it's so. far for the course. And the only, really the only folks that, um, you know, that put out a lot of, content per se or you know that are podcast related that's maybe helpful for podcasters as far as tutorials and stuff is you know folks like daniel and you know we put some articles out on our powerpress website and uh you know there's that's kind of where the um you know a lot of the meaty articles are dave jackson those guys they're putting out stuff that uh you know has a lot of interesting value so you know, that's that's where I see a lot of that type of stuff these days. And, of course, the reporters never get it right anyway, so. Yeah. Well, there's, you know, oftentimes it's hard hard for, for a reporter to get it right because they're not experts in in the space. So, and unfortunately, they don't, don't always talk to those that are. Right. Um, yeah, as we've talked about many times on the show. So, interesting. I've, um, you know, this week was a uh, really kind of meeting week. I had, I had a lot of meetings with uh, a lot of commercial folks. So that, um, you know, the, I think we see as much, you know, last year was all radio folks. Now it's um, a large number of commercial entities and being companies and that type of stuff. 
So uh, I think the yeah. uh, I think we're seeing a big, big, big increase here on on those types. So I, I, it's exciting to talk to those folks because you can kind of uh, well, you can mold them a little bit in their in their especially if it's in their initial discussions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely um, a lot of companies getting into this space that you wouldn't think normally um, would be getting involved in podcasting. I mean, it's almost like this um, this brand marketing or content marketing opportunity is what a lot of them are looking at it as, and it's and it's really kind of becoming a big thing with a lot of. I mean, and, it, and I I mean, I talk to a lot of people every week too, and Everybody, I mean, it feels like everybody wants to start a podcast network these days. Right. Um, I mean, they they want to launch a show, but then they have ambitions to have like five shows or, or six shows or ten shows. Um, I see a lot of a lot of interest in that uh, going on right now, um, which I'm not sure that a lot of people realize the challenges that that, that are inherent in launching a network. <laughs> so. Um, and making it successful is a uh, is a lot of work. You know, Mike and I, uh, Mike Dell and I, uh, we do every other week. We do a show called Your Podcast over on on Blueberry, and yeah, we uh, yeah. we talked about this exact topic uh, Thursday morning when we recorded the show, and um, mm-hmm. it was uh, how, how do I want to describe this? It was you know what we're seeing and and. And actually, uh, Angela brought my attention to it. Is that there is a, a a median number now? You know, it's actually, you know, that used to be not even really recognizable on how many shows an individual podcaster did. It was one point zero something, you know, on a, on a per user yeah. basis. But now, uh, a lot of podcasters are are doing a second show. I mean, a lot, uh, a lot more than I would yeah. have expected. And we're actually seeing a um, you know, move a, a movement on the right where it's 1.2 or 1.3 or something like that. Um, as far as at least our customers go, that you know, that's the number of shows that they that's the you know the mean or the median or I know there's a big difference between those two totals, but uh, I don't have the data he has he sent me over, but you know, it's actually shifting to the right. So a lot of people are creating two shows. So, and that's maybe a little bit different than what you're talking about, Rob, about starting a network, but uh, it still goes along those same type of lines. That uh, Yeah, it's not just one show. Uh, they want to create a bunch of niche shows mm-hmm. um, on, a, on a topic focus. Um, yeah, I've been, I've been scanning an article that was in Rain News uh, about how uh, different generations are listening to to radio uh and and like the generation z which is the younger generation beyond the the millennials um you look at what they're doing and listening to like uh radio um it's it's down to like uh it's down like a third compared to millennials Mm -hmm. um and then uh, i look at live they're still watching live uh, and DVR and time shifted TV. That's that's the most of, of where they spend their time is watching TV. 
is what it looks like. And just like what we were talking about earlier, the game console stuff with with um, millennials um, is a is a little bit higher than the Generation Z, which is the younger group. Um, but it looks like it's it's definitely um, they're spending most of their time. It looks like on uh, on a multimedia device is what they're designating. I'm not quite sure what that is. Um, I don't even see a lot of time on a smartphone either. That that younger generation doesn't seem to be spending a lot of time on a smartphone, which is kind of interesting. Well, I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I, what I see here at this house is, in matter of fact, my 14 year old. I he basically, I, he, he can never clear the history. I, that's one of the rules. You know, you're going to have a computer and you're going to have a browser. No, no clearing history. And uh, yeah. periodically, I will go look, you know, at the history and, uh, you know, scroll back a week or so. And, you know, what I see him doing is spend a lot of time on YouTube. I mean, just a lot, a lot of time on YouTube. And then, uh. and then looking for tips, tricks, and, you know, maybe a homework topic uh, here and there. <laughs> and then, uh, believe it or not, uh, you know, information on recording videos and that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think that falls in line and, and, you know, and it, we all see it. If you have kids in there in the car with you, they, and if they have a mobile device, they are not listening to what you're listening to They're They're tapped into something else. So uh, yeah, yeah. radio screwed, you know, they, 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 things are going to change very quick for them as these next, as this next group of kids are, uh, uh, fully connected from the get go. And they're, they're not going to want to listen to the radio. That's why they're well, pushing I iHeart mean, so well, big. Yeah, I mean, one thing that's really interesting too, if I look at this this research, is that the the consumption of of media just generally across the board is like half what it is with millennials. Um, just it's like with the millennials, it's like nine to ten hours a day of of various forms of media. With the Generation Z, uh, it's like. 10 hours or four hours. So it's like less than half. Hmm. Um, so what this particular research is showing is that they're just consuming a lot less. I don't know if it's the age group that they don't have access to that stuff. I, it's just, it's really odd. If you look at the, the millennials, the generation Z, the baby boomers, we're like huge media consumers, but this generation Z is like a huge departure. It like drops less than half. Well, well, Rob, consumption of what's the age yeah. group for Generation Z? I don't know. We should we should look that up here because you know let's let's be honest. You know, if they're if it let's um, see Generation Z. What is Generation Z? Uh, we should look that up here. Yeah, I'm googling it on Wikipedia right now. So. It's a uh, gender is a demographic say uh, mid nineteen nineties to mid two thousands are the are the starting birth years, so you know I I don't know I I, okay. I still think my nineteen year old's a millennial so I guess he's a Generation Z, huh okay, post millennial, well I don't know I maybe it's just my my household I got a fully connected bunch of you know meaty hounds here so. Yeah, of course, yeah, 
Well, it, you're yeah. I mean, I'm sure that they they was, grew up in a house that was yeah, very much yeah, very connected connected to the internet. Yeah, you know? and that's also so, a socio demographic economic type of thing too. So I don't know. I, I just uh, I think so far we you know I, I think that radio, no matter what, is uh, is going to have challenges. Hey, um, yeah. I, did I talk about this? Um, these. Um, and this is something that I'm going to be talking to podcasters about a little bit more. Did I did I talk to you about beacons? Did I talk about proximity beacons at all to you, Rob? Yeah, I think we have talked about them actually in the past, okay. um, like like months ago. Yeah, so I don't think we've talked about them here here recently. I think uh, you were working with one here local, uh, in in Hawaii or something. Yeah, like that. and I had some at the podcast movement show and everything. So. Um, long story short, I found a, a source for these that, the the company is going through the, it was three, three beacons for 50 bucks a month. Then turns out they were, they're just raping us. Um, I found beacons online for $10 each and, uh, no monthly fee. So, uh, this is a, oh, awesome. yeah, this is pretty open source. Uh, you just need, uh, two apps, set them up in a, and uh, a Google developers account. And, you know, I, I didn't even realize that this was a, a feature. This is something Google purposely put in the Android phone. But, um, you know, I, let me show them to you here. This is the size of them. And uh, they're just like in a little key thob. And uh, anything that's within about 100 meters gets them. It's a, it's a notification on the phone. So they're designed for businesses, restaurants, um uh, shopping centers, that type of stuff. But uh, I've had very, very good luck with these. I've got one of them tied to my subscribe on Android link for Geek News Central. And uh, uh-huh. I've been watching my, my numbers and I and actually asking my audience to report in if they've subscribed uh, because of a notification on their phone. And I got my first two emails from listeners saying, hey, I found your show because of this pop-up that happened when I was drive into work so I, I picked up two hawaii listeners at least from from using this at least admitted to it um so it's it's uh-huh. a it's a pretty slick thing so at some point i'll be probably putting a tutorial out on how to do this but um it's very inexpensive way to do promotion you have to be careful because you can be spammy about it so you just have to not be spammy but uh they work out real good anyway you guys can read up on it proximity beacons and just so everyone's square that you just have to buy the beacon. You don't have to pay someone a service fee every month to do them. Um, that's so. What uh, what what technology does it use to to communicate with the phone? Is it, it Bluetooth? uses Bluetooth? Yeah, Bluetooth and it does use it, Bluetooth. Okay. If you have your Android phone, you have Bluetooth turned on and location. You have to have both those things turned on. So not everyone always has Bluetooth and location turned on. You oh. get within four hundred meters of this, and it will periodically send a uh, a notification and uh, you'll see it in your standard notification uh window um and i just these these are going to my sister uh but uh i just keep them in my uh uh in my car and in a plastic baggie and uh and they stay in there continuously but there's all kinds of cool opportunities with these things so ryan's been uh, playing with them while Ryan's in the chat today, and uh, he's had uh, he took it to an event, and 
use a bit.ly link to track how many people are tracking through and on an average day if i'm driving around or if i'm going to an event i'll get anywhere between 30 and maybe as high as like 45 click-throughs on just having these with me uh, it's amazing that many people will actually click through something that pops up on their phone so interesting yeah it is kind of cool it's kind of like the iBeacon for iPhone, but the iBeacon and the iPhone is tied to apps. You have to have the iBeacon technology built in the app. So in other words, you're in Macy's, let's say, and if they have iBeacon built into the Macy's app, you're walking around the store, you'll get notifications about sales and that type of stuff while you're in the store. That's what it was really designed for. Yeah, sure, sure. So, Interesting. But it's been fun, and it's kind of a cool way to, advertise my show to Android users. And uh, oh, yeah. I'll be putting up a tutorial on how to do it. So anyway, that was kind of off topic, but I, I wanted to share it by, because we talked a little bit about it before. And But yeah, I found a source for them. And we're, we're actually going to buy some from a Chinese vendor and see if, because what I want to do is I want to buy these in bulk. I want to be able to buy like a thousand of these and then... Uh, and then give them away or leave them places. <laughs> <laughs> just leave. Yeah, I just. So how long do they actually keep keep transmitting? Is there like a built-in battery? Yeah, there's it? a battery. There's like a standard, uh, you know, watch battery, and uh, they'll last uh, two years, is what they say they'll last. The battery will oh. last two years. Yeah. <gasps> so. Gotcha. Anyway. And it's in the guts of them are pretty simple. They just have a, you pop the lid. It's no bigger than this. This is the techno this is the size of it. So it's it's Oh wow. Yeah, it's really small. Yeah, you can hide those anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and they and they come in a little, you know, they come in a little case and you can actually buy waterproof cases for them. And um so yeah, if you were at Podcast Movement and got a notification about Blueberry Podcasting Services, that was me. And um as I was advertising Blueberry at the at Podcast Movement on people's Android phones. So, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but um, let me show you. Uh, let's see if I can find it. Any of the obscure things we talk about on this show, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually lo looking at a... Uh, a a research study that was put out by Westwood One of all places on podcasting. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so and... lots of lots of data in here. Um, really, really speaking to how podcast advertising is growing. Um, Did you hear Podcast One and... launched in Australia? What do you mean they launched in they Australia? They launched a division of their company in Australia. I saw a, a news I saw a notification oh, of that. Oh, oh like a joint venture kind of deal uh, um, I, with another company or something? I, I it's Podcast One Australia was the uh was Oh, it, okay. It's so probably it's a, a joint a, venture a subsidiary or something, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That that's true. It could be a new office or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So let me, let me real quick before we get into that, let me show you this, this screen. Here is the bit.ly tracking for the, 
one of the proximity beacons that I had at Podcast Movement. So I basically had a, you're limited to 40 characters. It said Podcast Hosting by Blueberry. And then I put, you have to have an HTTPS link that you send them to. Um, and then here are the, you know, for example, uh, Thursday, August 24, 120 clicks. Uh, Friday, 65. Saturday, uh, 60. Um, I had forgot to turn them on on Wednesday, so I only had 14. So it just kind of shows you, though, going throughout the month how many clicks I've had, depending on where I've uh, been traveling. So that kind of gives you an idea of the, the effectiveness. It's not huge traffic, just, you know, micro traffic. So interesting. It is interesting. Huh. But yeah. And it's free. Yeah. And that's the main thing. It's, you know, I was well, it wasn't when I was doing that early stuff, but it is now because I, I figured out the secret sauce. I'll have a link probably to it in show notes, give you guys some info on it. So what was the podcast study on Westwood Wood? What did they have to say? Just basically that the advertising dollars are, are, are increasing. Well, they're, they've got a bunch of slides in here. It's basically a, a PDF slide deck um, that's been put out uh, here. I can, I can, what's the best way to send you this? Uh, just send me. Just an email? Send it on Slack. If you have Slack, okay. I don't, so. Yeah, just email. Can I send it to you in email? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, we're kind of convoluted this morning. This is how the show goes sometimes. Sometimes we're hot on a topic, and then sometimes we're kind of like uh, slow to get going in the morning. So um, (laughs) just kind of the way this show is. Well, you know, it's 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 the format of it. We don't uh, do a lot of uh, a lot of heavy prep before. No prep is. And, hey, Rob, how you doing? Let's go. That's the prep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And and stuff we just kind of come across too. Uh, let's see here, Geek News. At um, Gmail. So I can bring these slides but up. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. It shows. Um, yeah, okay, I sent it to you. Yeah, uh, I got it. They talk about. Uh, oh, I can, oh, now you lost. Now you lost the link. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> it says it talks about where uh, where listeners are listening to podcasts. Where where the heavy podcast listeners are are uh, tech early adopters. Is what it talks about, which I kind of I kind of zoomed in on it. I think we're talks past, about what I think we're past what that. types. Oh, go ahead. You know what what types of devices are heavy podcast listeners using to listen to podcasts? Podcast listeners and, say they listen to more podcasts than they download. I, that's true for me. Podcast listeners detect between two and four ads per podcast. I I think four is pushing it. You know, I, a lot of these networks are saying, oh, you can, you can put six in, you know, or whatever. Millennials yeah. have a similar ad tolerance. Podcast listeners prefer multiple ad breaks for 60-minute podcasts. I, I think I would agree with that. Half of podcast listeners would consider $5 monthly ad-free subscriptions. Well, I don't know about that. I've experimented with that, not yeah. had uh, that kind of luck. 
if I did, hey Rob, if I could get fifty percent of my audience to give me five bucks a month, uh, dude, I will uh, see ya. We're not doing this show no more. <laughs> I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to retire to Hawaii. Oh, oh crap! I'm in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you already you're already halfway there, right? Um, right. I would buy that. I would buy yeah. that. I would be that. I'd be. I would be Geek News Central on fire, and I would. You know, I'd have a have a have a yacht, and I would be sailing the world with. Yeah. <laughs> so one slide in here talks about uh, podcast content preferences uh, that varies by demographic group, and it and it says that the number one uh, content topic area. Um, their content preferences, news and current events hmm. in podcasting. Uh, 56% of millennials, or no, 53% of millennials uh, prefer uh, news and current events topics in their podcasts. Um, well, they're probably, 58% of Gen Xs. Well, if you think about it, they're probably turned off as the rest of us are with the news networks and... I can hardly stomach to watch, I mean, literally any news network. It's ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, CNN, uh, MSNBC. They, they all, yeah. I just want to gag. You know, I, 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 honestly, I, I, I don't turn those. They all are absolutely horrible. It's info craptainment is what it is. There's hardly any other news being done anymore. It's all just opinion yeah. bullshit, you know, so excuse my French, but yeah. so that's why maybe podcasters are trying to get access. But the problem that you're going to run into then is you're probably going to pick a, pick a political show of your choice and not get any diversified opinions. Well, it, I mean, and not that many shows are daily shows here. So right. The, the whole concept of having it current events uh, is you know, at the core, not really what podcasting is based on. Um, the number two category, most popular content preference is comedy, is what they say in here. Mm -hmm. uh, number three is pop culture. Uh, number four is music. And number five is storytelling, drama. Uh, number six is sports. Next is technology, education, health and fitness, business, kids and families, how it breaks out. Yeah. There's some other things in here, some other key findings. They say, um, and this is stuff that we all probably agree to, podcast listeners prefer ads voiced by the show hosts over traditional ads. Yet heavy podcast listeners yeah. more accepting of pre-produced ads. I don't, I haven't heard that many pre-produced ads. Nearly half of podcast listeners have tried speed listening to podcasts at twice the speed of the original podcast. I have a lot of podcasters listen to my show. Uh, by listen to time speed. I, I, I just, I, I've never been able to do it, but I know a lot of folks that do. Um, yeah. So there is some discussions about um, Westwood One State of Podcasting Report says, have you and your colleagues assessed podcast advertising for potential media investment? May of seventeen sixty eight percent. So who did they ask that question to? Uh, source: Advertising Perception Study of Agencies and Advertising Involving Digital Mobile Radio. Uh, advertising sample size was only three hundred and sixteen. So that's a pretty small sample size. How likely you consider advertising podcast next six months? Thirty seven percent. 
how likely to actually advertise 27? Do you currently advertise in podcast 29? I don't believe that. If they talk to 316 people and 29% of them said that they're currently advertising in podcast, um, well, 316 agencies, is there that many? 29% of that is what? 70, something like that. And just rough my head yeah. doing the math. Uh, may, maybe. Yeah. Um, what else? Most podcast usage is driven by heavy listeners. Light listeners under three week, medium users three to five, heavy listeners six plus hours a week. I'm definitely in that six plus hours category. Matter of fact, I'm probably in the 18 to 20 hour category. So what slide are you on right now? Uh, I'm on uh, seven. I'm looking at the demographics, and they're saying it's definitely... Well, here's interesting. Uh, men, 55-45. Um, white, 63. Hispanic, 17. African-American, 10. Asian and others, 10. I think that that sounds about right from a demographic back to our podcast base now. You know, it was a pretty diverse group and bad podcast movement. Yeah, I think a pretty even split between yeah. men and women. Uh, there was a good minority representation too. I talked to a lot of a lot of women that uh, were thinking about doing podcasts, and uh, we had a lot of. And I, anything is, you know, I spent year twenty five years in the. Navy, a most diverse workforce in on the planet, and you know, I, I I'm kind of colorblind now when it comes to just talking to people. I I don't really pay attention too much. Um, it's just because it's part of my everyday life. But I think there was probably more African American women than men at podcast movement. Asian, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember what... I think the Asian percentage probably was the smallest. Yeah. Um, and then there was there's, there was a good Hispanic uh, mix, too. So, well, you would think so, too, because of the location of the event. That sounds kind of biased, but we were in California, so there's a, you know, a heavy Hispanic population in California. So uh, it was pretty... I think as far as producers go now, this is talking about listeners. But don't yeah. you think that the the crowd was, you know, it'd be good to get uh, Dan to give us a break. I don't know if they did any demographic data or not. I don't know that they did. Yeah. I haven't seen any. Yeah. But, but I would say it's a pretty representative um, community. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. there's definitely some, some ethnic weak spots. Um, still at the event itself, but yeah. Um, but as far as male, female, age range, it's pretty balanced. Yeah, is is what it seemed to me. But I I was looking through their four points on their conclusion in the study. Mm-hmm. And did you make it make it to the bottom of it? No. It's, what page uh, is that on? Uh, you know, it doesn't actually say what page it is. It's uh. It's like the last couple of pages at the very okay. bottom. All the way down. Man, there's a lot of stuff in this. They put, this is not, they did, did a good job now. Yeah. Well, okay, I, so. I mean, it does kind of play into where, 
I, I say is kind of kind of radio's perspective on podcasting. Mm. I think their their conclusions are. I don't know if if what led what as far as their conclusions, but the number one conclusion is podcasts has an opportunity to add more commercial breaks and ad units. Well, that kind of plays in the agenda. Um, you know, it says what up to six ads. Ah, uh, um, just. You know, of the people that are yeah. on the on the live stream today, would six ads piss you off or not? So just you know, saying the Facebook comments, yes, six ads. If you had six ads in an hour program, would that two pre's, two mids, two posts? Would that drive you crazy? You probably wouldn't listen to two posts. Yeah, so they're saying that their their you know their survey base said thirty nine percent say a sixty minute show with six ads could have three or more ad breaks. I don't believe that. I just don't believe that. Well, it's only thirty nine percent say yeah, that. So yeah. there's still sixty percent that don't don't agree with it. Yeah. Um, and then heavy podcast consumers are more more accepting of pre produced ads. While overall weekly podcast listeners prefer host reads, heavy podcast listeners are more accepting of pre-produced ads. I think it depends on how the pre-produced ads are produced. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is it? You know, it can't be like a normal radio spot that the the that you're being yelled at. I think it needs to be a little closer to to what a host read is. You know, um, I, I, I've said this. Is, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna gonna jump to the next line item, but but, but go ahead and say what you were gonna say, Tom. Well, you know, just on the on the ad count, you know, every podcaster is gonna figure this out because I did. You know, my audience was tolerant of two ads in a seventy-five minute program, but when I pushed to three, I started getting pushback, and uh, of course, mine were host read endorsed ads that were a couple minutes each. So yeah. You know, you're talking about uh, six minutes on a 75-minute program, so you know you're you're close to 10%. Um, so you know yeah. it's a uh, you, you know, and of course radio is much much heavier than that. But uh, uh, every podcaster is going to find out what their audience is tolerant of and when they'll start unsubscribing because that's what happened. But three and well, I think nine, you also. Yeah, I think you also get in this situation is that you you kind of set the experience with your audience, um, and if you make dramatic changes by adding a lot of ads, um, then then the audience I think tends to push back more if a show's been around a long time with very light advertising or mm-hmm. no advertising, and then you come in with a bunch of advertising yeah. all at once. I think that's when you see a lot of pushback. But if a show launches and and has like a fairly heavy load of ads your audience is kind of that's just they just i think they they more easily accept it or they self filter themselves at the beginning and you don't see that big adjustment um of that filtering that people come and go based on that um so uh, you know you know and i had a hard time of getting uh getting the third ad in so i had a hard time finding a break spot to, yeah. to drop it yeah. So, you know, that but was six ads. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, six ads is a lot. I mean, I've, I've worked on shows that have, have had, you know, a, the equivalent of six ads. Some of them were like promos and things like that. It wasn't so much of a, of a commercial ad. Right. Um, 
but I think it also gets back to the duration too. I think, uh, you know, how long are these things? Uh, how, how kind of over the top intrusive they, they are, how much of a diversion are they from the, the content? Uh, it, it, are they host reads? Are they kind of, you know, there's so many variables here yeah. on, on whether or not your audience will accept that ad load and, and how those ads are done. I mean, I, I still don't think that we have really a, 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 a model and, and Todd, I, I don't know that we will ever really have a perfect model for advertising and podcasting. Yeah. I, I think it varies so much, um, between audiences and the abilities of the host to, to properly do ads. Um, I think it's really a difficult area that, that we're all still struggling with. Rick says, could this be a setup by Westwood one to condition the market for ad heavy podcasts in the future? Well, I, I think that they oh, definitely, yeah, this is, this is, you, you know, when a company pays to have a survey done, <laughs> you know, and then survey can be, uh, can be, how should we say it? Guided <laughs> by the way, yeah, the, I mean, the way the questions these are, are like, like talking points for the radio industry yeah, is what they are. Yeah. And, and it does seem a little bit, I mean, these are talking points that have been existed before I saw this study. Uh, of the positioning of online radio or radio as they look at the podcasting space. It's almost like verbatim, you know, it's just right. like one of the bullets down below. And we've talked about this a lot of times is there's more listens than downloads, Todd. Do you know that? Oh, there's more um, listens. Yeah. I, I did see that. There's more <laughs> listens than downloads. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. yes. And there's another company that likes to push <laughs> that narrative right now too. another, another survey group. And it's, Total bunk. Total yeah, bunk. Yeah. Well, it's the listener doesn't really uh, distinguish between the two. They're they're asking a listener, you know, a, a a survey respondent to quickly distinguish between a, a listen and a download. And yeah, I don't think most maybe most listeners don't, can can tell the difference. They don't know the difference. <laughs> yeah, you know, and yeah. it usually when you when someone says that I listen. That means they're not subscribed. So that's the better question to ask. Are you subscribed to a podcast or do you just listen to the podcast? Yeah. You know, oh yeah, I'm subscribed. Okay, then that answers the question. I mean, it really, and it's kind of funny too because the statistics bear out most of this other data. We, you know, we know <laughs> the first 24 hours of most, you know, this is a good, for those of you that don't listen to the show very often, your first 24 hours that your show's been released, that is a very, 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 very good <clears throat> indication of of the number of people that have actually subscribed to your show. Those those downloads that come in the first 24 hours are the high majority of those will be podcatchers that will have downloaded yeah. and queued the. Um, just because we see within, you know, literally within seconds of someone's RSS feed updating, we see downloads start to happen. So, um, yeah, I see a lot of um, action on my my speaker live show that I do every week, um, <clears throat> where the 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 plays and the downloads they they kind of build over an, almost like an entire week. Um, so it's a little bit of a different use model. Uh, it doesn't necessarily spike a lot at the beginning. So that must mean that, that a lot of people are just coming in and, 
streaming the show off of the website. Um, but there's not a huge number of subscriptions in, um, uh, the, you know, like the Apple platform and that kind of thing. Sounds but, like you need to work on that, Rob. <clears throat> I do, <laughs> but, uh, but I also wonder if, um, more and more people are just clicking play. <clears throat> well, not, I'm, I'm sure, um, I'm sure there's a percentage, floating. but it's also a ma- it's a matter of, uh, of training too. You know, I every do you on every episode tell them please subscribe and tell them how to subscribe. Uh, not not necessarily. Oh, no. see, there you go. I don't, oh, I don't, not I don't. shame, shame, shame. <clears throat> this is this. I I kind of I kind of point them mainly to um, the the website right? to listen on my uh, app. No, oh, no, on, app. on your app. So I have an app for the show. I have an app for the show. Right. On both both of the platforms. Yeah, well, I you know I'm you know at least on my show that's you know and we probably do I think we do it really don't do it enough on this show because we just assume podcasters are going to subscribe because they're podcasters. But the um, yeah, um, you know on my tech show I you know that's like in the first three minutes I'm telling them where to go and I actually show them a screen. Here's where you go. Click on that. Yeah, and yeah. probably to the annoyance of the existing audience, but uh, you know the goal is subscription, not to uh, click to play later when you forgot about it. And two weeks later, you come in. Oh man, there's four episodes I need to get caught up on. And oh man, the news is old, so I'll listen to the latest one. I wanted it. I wanted in their device. So yeah, I wanted to. Go back to I know you mentioned about the the paid subscription slide that's in this deck. Yeah, um, and I know that that that's been something that the radio folks have been really really keyed in on is how do we charge people per you know to listen to our podcast you know the, the whole subscription thing. So this thing really plays into that uh, that propensity of that industry or that side of this market to want to charge subscriptions for getting access to this content so they don't have to play in this advertising game. So here's, here's how they load this question. Rob, if, you, uh, if you're listening to a podcast and you could get an ad-free version of the podcast, would you be yeah. very or somewhat likely or very somewhat unlikely to, uh, to pay for that show, to have ad-free? In, in, if those are the only two choices you were given, yeah, you would say, well, I probably uh, very somewhat like. I guess I would pay for an ad-free show. You know, this is where and, these, this is where these surveys yeah, and are. How much, right? Right. Yeah, and how much too? You yeah, know, that, that's thing. I mean, I I can see this this survey result here where it's like it's like sitting right at that five to six dollar range. Um, you know, I know you mentioned that you would love to be able to make this work. Um, I'm serious. If half my audience gave me five bucks a month, (laughs) I'm going to go put the down payment on the yacht the first month. Okay. So it's, (laughs) yeah, but they also say, say in this slide that (laughs) 16, was it 16, 12% of heavy podcast listeners would pay $10. Oh man. Beautiful. I could hire three assistants, you know, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. you know, and I've been, I, I, and I I've been, know, okay. and I've been begging for, 
you know, let's, let's just to be frank. I've been asking my audience to support financially the show for five years. And I think I now get enough donations to the show to, and you know, and some shows are better than this than others. And I also have an advertiser, so I know that probably plays into it. But I now have enough uh, supporters to pay for my assistant, for my executive producer. I have enough donations to pay his his bill that comes to me every month. You know, so, you know, that's not a down payment on a yacht. Yeah. Yeah. So nowhere in here do they talk about what kind of content um, someone would be willing to pay a subscription fee for. And and how many can... how many yeah. and how many can an average person pay for? So if if, if someone's a heavy listener, let's say they're listening yeah. to five or six shows, are they going to shell out thirty dollars a month for supporting their favorite five or six podcasts? That's a lot of money. You I know, don't think so. I, yeah, I agree with you. You know, they might support one or two shows with a couple of bucks. Um, I I, I just. The the model, you know, there's only one show that I know of really that does an incredible job with, you know, being able to support themselves, and they they have to, you know, bug their audience a lot, and that's uh, and no agenda, you know, they they do a good job uh, with the uh, raising money, but uh, and you know they spend, you know, ten minutes of their, you know, two and a half hour program, uh, you know, ten minutes in two different areas thinking. And uh, they've got yeah. a, a program where they knight their, you know, you donate up to $1,000, you become a knight of the No Agenda show. And um, yeah. and I am a knight of the No Agenda show. So, you know, I've contributed to the podcast. It's very compelling. They do it, but they do two, they do two hours and 30 minutes of a highly, they've done a huge amount of research. I, you can just see they've done clips and everything else that they've had to collect. <gasps> And, you know, I appreciate the work that they do, but, uh, you know, it's, I, I, I don't know, I just don't see it. I, I wish everyone was saying, yep, wow, let me give you 50 bucks a month. I, I, well, I, Todd, I mean, I, I mean, what, what this really points out from what I'm, I'm, you know, from looking at the, the bigger picture is that we're going to see, uh, a lot of radio folks or a lot of radio networks, uh, really push for this. Uh, the subscription models with a lot of radio shows. I, yeah, I think this. I mean, if you look at the the numbers here, that would be the conclusion. Well, good luck these, to them. These <laughs> companies are going to draw. Uh, is that you know, it's the path to go is to have a a paid subscription model around your your radio show. Mm-hmm. And I think that's. I mean, if you look at this, I'm sure we're going to start getting more interest. I guess from the radio industry. In uh, having platforms like like ours um, support this kind of stuff, uh, whether or not it's going to work very well isn't even the point. It's just what the what the research that's being put out is going to drive more and more of these radio networks to think, well, that's the model that's going to generate money for us, yep. and we don't even have to mess with advertising. Well, uh, yeah. be careful what you wish for. So, iPhone 11, excuse me, oh, yeah. the iPhone 10, I think it's still cooler to call it the iPhone X, and the iPhone 8, and of course iOS 11 yeah. comes next week. 
So any thoughts yeah. on the, uh, the uh, of course, here's the deal with this iPhone 10. Uh, let's call it iPhone X. I think it's just more sexy to say it that way. But anyway, Apple doesn't yeah. want us to do that. Um, the iPhone 10, I don't, what's going to happen with that device is people are like scared of that price tag. But when they see the screen on that thing, uh, they're going to yeah. wet their pants. They're going to, because it's, <laughs> you've seen OLED screens before, Rob. And oh, yeah. They are. They're really nice. Oh, they are they, really nice. The old Zune HD device had an OLED screen on really? it. Really? And uh, yeah, wow. it did. I tell you that 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 little Zune was a pretty pretty amazing device. It was really kind of unfortunate what was what that, would happen to that was, device. Was but, ahead of its time. But it had it. Oh, it was very much ahead of its time in a lot of ways. But and of um, course, the U, the UI design of it was beside the screen sucked. So, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Personal opinion, yes. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but but yeah, I agree with it. Those those OLED screens are just uh, the the blacks are just black, you know, and the colors are vibrant. Uh, it, it, it's just an amazing experience. And, and if it's as bright as some of the TV screens, now that is the question. We don't know how bright it's going to be because bright equals power consumption. So um, I need to see this thing. I, I want to hold it, look at it, hold an iPhone 8 up next to it. it there's, it's going to be a stark difference. And I think most people that have it in their budget are going to go with the iPhone 10. Now, I'm not a big fan of this face on lock stuff. Um, you know, I'm just, I, I, I think losing the button was a bad idea, but, uh, you know, what do I know? And I'm sure they're going to send, sell millions of these things, but the, the, at least they give us the option with the iPhone 8 to retain the button and have an incremental upgrade from the 7. So I love my 7. I'm, like, oh, are I'm, you? I'm not upgrading. Yeah, are you talking about a hardware button? Yeah, you know, on the iPhone 7, it's got the, you know, the, the button, the fingerprint yeah. button. You know, if they could have figured out how to have done the fingerprint on the OLED, which they tried to do without having an actual physical, you know, click, click, um, I, I think yeah. that would have been awesome. But uh, we'll see what happens in future generations. But I, that phone, that iPhone 10 scares me. There's going to be a lot of broken screens. And you got this yeah. beautiful phone, and people are not going to want to put it in a case, and uh, it, it will not survive a, a fall to the deck unless you have it in a case. Yeah, the, I I was really impressed by by the version of that phone that's going to have 156 gig of memory in it. Yeah, um, that's a that's a lot of memory for a phone. And then the the iPhone, excuse me, that's the Samsung Galaxy Note 8. Oh my God, another one! I saw that phone <gasps> that you know if you haven't went android um that oh my god what a, that's another one that's just like wow this thing is beautiful i yeah, mean yeah. just physically you know physically you look at it and you're just like that is one sexy piece of hardware yeah you know forget about kind of, usability I mean, it's just it's got sex appeal in its design i mean these phones are getting bigger again. They're they're pushing six inches uh, uh -huh. as far as screen screen size. And I see a lot of again. people using big ones. 
So, yeah, you know, and I find myself now interchanging between my, and it didn't used to, but I find myself uh, interchanging between my phone and my iPad quite a bit, and the experience is nearly the same. Um, you know, I like the iPad yeah. on, you know, doing web-based stuff, but uh, really it's it's pretty close. So uh, they're, they're incrementally getting us close to taking us away from, well, they ultimately want us off our desktops, I think. But my yeah. wife is, she very rarely, she drives me insane. Matter of fact, she does stuff on her iPad that uh, I'm like, why don't you get your MacBook out and do it on that? And she goes, I don't want to. I'm just like, Aah. You know, she wants me to edit something, and she just uses the onboard keyboard. She doesn't even have a separate keyboard, so it drives me crazy when I have to edit stuff for her. But um, anyway, so iOS 11 will be out next week. And calm down, children. <laughs> so <laughs> there is so, no stats yet, not until after Thanksgiving. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna <laughs> say, is there any uh, a clue on when the new podcast app is gonna be out? Well, it will From be. Apple? It'll I, when it rolls out for iOS 11, the new podcast app will be out next week, 19th. Okay, okay. So it'll be uh, rolled out with the rollout of the new operating system. Yeah. Then yep. okay. Yeah. So uh, all those new. So tags is it going to be? Everything. Is it? Is it going to be pre-installed? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Hope so. Yeah, I wasn't clear on that. Yeah, I don't know about the new phone. So someone that gets a new phone, let us know if it's pre-installed. And uh, Ryan says, I'm getting the X big screen with small hands. So. Uh, funny, Rick says, hey, my, if, 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 I, if my audience gives me five bucks a month, I'd owe $5. <laughs> oh. You know, and it's a question I keep getting asked a lot, too, by podcasters that have smaller shows, you know, that, you know, do I need advertising? Should I have advertising? And, um, you know, if you're a smaller show, focus on creating your content. Yeah. And grow your audience. Do You know, put all that energy into, you know, going where your audience is and, and building that out. But anyway, that... Uh, there's YouTube still hanging with us. Ah, the stream is staying up, so it must be my son took my advice or took my warning and, <laughs> and, and, and got off the internet. Seems that YouTube is less um, less tolerant than Facebook seems. Their live video stream is pretty solid. I'm going to say right now that uh, Facebook has kind of figured this out almost better than YouTube has. So, Yeah, that new um, Apple uh, podcast app is pretty nice. That's going to be a nice upgrade for them um, based on the screenshots that were shared, um, you know, a few months back. Yeah, we've so had, it'll be a nice, it'll be a nice upgrade. We've had team members uh, running beta. Um, I don't run a beta, but we've had some team members running beta and, you know, of course they use it to test the tags and, and it's, it's really slick. The, the, the new features, if you're going to implement some of these new tags that are being brought to market here on the update, um, yeah. there's, you know, that trailer feature, it's going to be, I think that's going to be real popular. Uh, you know, in, you know, so many podcasters are like, I want to launch my show on this date. And, you know, you tell them episode zero and they kind of look at you like you're, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. But if you say, create a trailer for your show. 
you know, like a movie trailer and a little audio trailer, and, and now we can tell them how yeah. to how to uh, put that in iTunes and submit that feed, and so that they have their trailer there, so that they're up and running. So the day that they launch, yeah. within a few hours, there are iTunes listing updates. So, but uh, I keep telling these folks too. Oh, and I and I'm like, well, don't forget, you got to submit to these other places as well. Don't forget about the Android listeners and i often that nine out of ten times you you can listen to podcasts on android i'm like oh my god please kill me now yes you can <laughs> you know <clears throat> yeah there's there's definitely a bunch of apps over there that you can get that'll yeah. give you that experience yep so uh yeah if you want to actually you can launch faster on android than you can on itunes almost so and you, and you never know you know there could be a first party app coming there uh, at some point. Yeah, I almost guarantee it's going to come. They have to. If they do anything, if, if they move on the space, there will be. Uh, it's just, when will it come? So yeah. anyway, this Westwood one, you know, it's it's interesting that they've done this. And remember, Podcast One is no longer part of Westwood One, so... Uh, it never was part of it, actually. It wasn't? So... No, um, the only the only real connection between podcast was one Norm. and Westwood one is the uh, is the founder right, uh, was Norm. the same. Yeah, yeah, was Norm. And I heard Norm's kind of uh, throttled back a little bit. Have you heard that? Yeah, you don't hear from him much. I know he's keynoting at uh, L.A. Podfest oh. here next month. Oh, good. So I guess he is still poking around, but he's got a new CEO of the company. So. Are you going uh, down to that? Yeah. I'm not sure yet if I am. I it the idea is being bounced around, but I'm not sure if I'm going to or not. All right. Yeah, I'm not planning on going to that one. Yeah, I know Rob uh, Walsh is going. Yeah, he's he's went. Uh, I think numerous years. Every year, I yeah. Just got, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He goes down there every year because he's his platform hosts a lot of comedian podcasts, so he goes down there and smooshes with all of them yep but we are going to go to podcon and i uh, just got the sponsorship deck for podfest and had to gulp on that a little bit um, yeah 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 i'm going to do a call next week with podcon myself so so you're you're going to be up there yourself yep i'll be uh, i think Mackenzie and i will be there and uh, that's right before the holiday period really kicks off it's weekend of December. Yeah, it's the it's ninth and tenth. Yeah. yeah. And then at uh, the Washington State Convention Center. It's right downtown Seattle. So and then Mackenzie's gonna go to FinCon in Dallas. So we're gonna have someone at FinCon. So okay. that'll be interesting. I'm not gonna go to the FinCon one. So we're gonna send yeah, her it doesn't appear I'm I'm going either. She um, would probably uh um she probably going to call me about an hour into it and say I'm 25 deep why did you not come that's that's gonna that's what I'm afraid is going to happen so uh um well, oh was she going to have a booth down there yeah we got a kiosk oh a kiosk okay. yeah so a little kiosk a little two-man kiosk and uh so she'll be there waving the flag two-man Two man kiosk with one one woman is that the plan? Yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, Podfest Florida, you know, I'm 
I, I've got this wedding. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. But my, I guess some of my team will be there. I probably will not. I just I just don't know. It's just too crazy. And we're not doing our vacation yeah. to post, post-wedding. post So, um, yeah, I just don't think I can do two trips in a row to Florida. <laughs> I just you know, I don't think I can stay in the... You know, it's yeah, it'd be tough with kids and school so, and everything to be out two weeks. So when is that? That is it? It's down in Orlando again. I'm yeah, assuming. yeah. I think it's the ninth and tenth of February. So let me look here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm actually looking it up right now too. Actually, I got a, I got some information on that. Yeah, I got their sponsorship uh, deck and. Whew. Okay. Eighth and tenth. Eighth through the tenth. Oh, is it? Is it getting expensive? It's getting expensive. So yeah, well, we're gonna look at it. Um, and, you know, and, and it came right on the heels of us getting the sponsorship deck for Podcast Movement eighteen. You know, so and get one. Uh, you know, make a decision on. You know, write it. Write a big fat check for Podcast Movement, and then three days later, I got the Podfest sponsorship deck, and it's like, you know, the sponsorship amounts are about, are about the same. You're like, oh, uh, so, yeah. But I don't know what their numbers are going to be at 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 Podfest. I think last year, what did we? How many was there last year? I think there was probably like maybe five hundred people, about probably five, yeah. something like that. So, yeah, I just. Uh, at the wedding, I just I, there's going to be no way. If the if the uh, yeah, I just I just can't do it. If I could talk, the problem is is I got kids taking uh, midterms the week of February 11th, and I can't have my kids out of school that week, or I can't have my son taken out of school that week for midterms. So um, actually, I'm looking at the wrong calendar here. Let me go down. Yeah, they got midterms the week of the twelfth, and then uh, we planned on doing Orlando and doing Tampa the week of the. My daughter gets married on the seventeenth, so a couple of days of that, then fanfare, and then starting on the nineteenth, we're going to do vacation. Oh, uh, if there's anything I mean, left of Florida. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah, there. Orlando didn't get whacked too bad. Tampa did, but it, they'll be cleaned up by then. Yeah, but a lot of folks. Chances are, are I'll be going go going to that. I'll probably wind up going to Podfest. Yeah, odds are. So I just got to figure out what our sponsorship level is going to be. So, but anyway, yeah. that is uh, that's what's going on in the events. I think there's probably more, but um, I heard Matt. Oh, Pat, there's what, definitely a lot. What did uh, Francesco say about uh, Midwest? How did that go? Oh, the the Mid Atlantic. Yeah, yeah, Mid Mid Atlantic. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he said it was about the same size as it was last year. It was probably it was probably around a hundred people show up. It's it's a very kind of kind of regional, sure, you know, event. Um. So, yeah. I mean, he said it was good. Not good. I was kind of hoping that the event would have grown a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um. But but I guess you know it's. It's it's the nature of it. I mean, it caters to a, a particular kind of region of the country, so it, it hasn't turned into like a national event. I guess there's just so many events now for people to choose from um, well, to the, go to. I know, know that, that that's about as far east as any event there is. So 
Well, you know, and that's where podcast movement's going to be next year. Yeah. It's in that it's area. In, in Pittsburgh, right yeah. So, oh, in, no, in Philly. Oh, in Philly. I keep saying Pittsburgh. Why do I keep saying that? Yeah, yeah. And then, and, uh, and, and then Pod Summit is going to be happening up in Canada. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look that up here. I haven't looked up that lately. That's, is that the one that's in Toronto? Uh. I don't know where he's going to hold it this year. And it was in Calgary last year. Mm. So let's see if he's got any kind of update on that that I can see. Um, that was a pretty, that was a pretty decent event. I mean, it was, I mean, it was still relatively small. Okay. It's, it doesn't look like he has new information up yet. No new dates so, yet. So it'll be sometime next year then. Well, no, wait a minute. Uh, Pod Summit September thirtieth, two thousand seventeen. That's a Calgary. Uh, I guess you're gonna. <laughs> you were planning on wow. going. That's on International Podcast Day. Wow, I didn't realize that it was happening that soon. Wow. Okay. Well, that that that's definitely a conflict date wise, isn't it? With everything going on on International Podcast Day. Yeah, well, it doesn't look like I'm going then. Yeah. Well, it's it's not even that as much as I was. I'm supposed to be doing something else. Yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> on that day. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, uh, podcast awards voting. I don't know if we've shut it off, but uh, voting was was is ended last night. I got to check with the system admin and see if it's been shut off. But uh, we should have our. I shouldn't be able to log in here and see who my winners are, but um, I'm not going to do that during the show. <laughs> yeah, I know it seems like a much the Pod Summit thing seems like a much kind of smaller event this year or th- this time. There's a big a event, lot of the same. There's a big event that I really was that I really wasn't aware of, and I was kind of asking about it. Um, let me see if I can find it. And I got it confused. There was, there's two events that are happening. Um, let's see if I can find it. And in, in, we were poo-pooing an event recently that was going to cost five thousand dollars for people for people to attend. Where the hell is that? It's an it's an online event for a week, and it's being um okay 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 here it is um there's okay so there's two summits um podcast success summit um there's a lot of people are that uh, well known people are participating in. And I believe it's next week. Let me see if I can Google it and find it. Um, Daniel was talking about it. Okay, so podcastsuccesssummit.net is, um, I guess this is the second year, and I, I don't know how, but this has been completely off my radar. September 18th to the 22nd, it's a virtual free event during the event. And they have speakers every day. Um, like day one is a um, 
is an it basically got Dave Jackson, Elsie, and Jessica doing a uh, impactful podcasting, and then there's a gal doing planning your podcast content, unpacking repurposing content. So it's basically a whole series of um, online sessions that yep. have a whole bunch of, and it basically it's it looks like kind of almost a podcast, a one on one series. Um, it gets you all the way from uh, content ideas to SEO to audio to marketing. Um, so anyway, there's a bunch of people that are participating on this uh, online event. It's brought to you by a guy named uh, Jan Ilunga. And I, have you ever met Jan? I I don't. Yeah, I've I, been on his show before. You yeah. have. Uh, yeah, about a about a year ago now. I was on a show. Yeah, I was. I think I was involved in this. I think he had it last year. Yeah, it is. This is the uh, second year. Uh, for, yeah, I was involved in it last year, I for, think. For the event. Um, but uh, they're going to have that so that, um, you know, you know, here's a problem, too, is it's it it's not a problem per se, but, um, you know, people are working. Podcasters are working. You're going to do an event where people have to come online during business hours for a whole week. I don't know how many people are going to be able to actually sit and watch these. I guess it's an online video thing. So anyway, that's going on next week for those of you that are uh, interested in that. Um, and there's a lot of good yeah. speakers on the list. A lot of people that are uh, names you can trust in podcasting. So um, oh, yeah. should be a good Definitely. event. But then there's a, a follow-on event that was the event that I was kind of... Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, the other summit is uh, the one in San Diego that uh, has the bald head dude that uh, was at New Media Expo uh, uh, pitching stuff. And if you, I don't know if you remember that back in the day, the prior to the podcast awards, there was a session going on where there was a guy that was uh, kind of an inspirational speaker slash. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about it. I didn't go to it, but, but, but I heard about yeah, it. Well, yeah, everyone talked about it. So he's one of the speakers at that other event, and I'm like, oh, man, run, run, run. Oh. <laughs> now, now one, one other event that's happening on the 24th is um, being put on, I thought, by Harry Duran. Uh, it's the, oh no, I don't think it's this one. It's the podcasting for thought leaders launch, launch initiative. That's the one that charges $2,500. Whoa. Was that the one in San Diego? Uh, I'm trying to get to. Well, anyway, I'm, I, yeah, I'm, there was one of those events that was really swarmy and, uh, yeah. So. And it wasn't, it was for business owners. It wasn't, you know, that's who it was designed for. But so many, lots of events. There's something there for everybody. Um, so definitely, uh, you can check out some of the stuff is over on, not everything is on the pod to pod event list. Like this uh, podcast success yeah. summit was not even listed on the pod to pod site. So, oh, uh, I think it was the, the one. Uh, I think it's called the New Media Summit. Is the other one? Oh, is that? Did you mention that one? Is that? Oh, yeah. That's we really need a show that's really close to this show's name. Uh, new Media. 
Oh, yeah. there, And it's going on September 22nd through the 24th. So you've got... Yeah. And is, who's running this one? Uh, oh, yeah. The, yeah, this is the one. 40 of the world's leading podcasters who are looking for je- guests just like you to feature on their high-visibility show. Yeah. Uh, so who ended up being sponsors of this? Oh, yeah, this was... Oh, yeah. private, private one-on-one meetings with 40 of today's leading icons of influence. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got, um, yeah, just look under the uh, sponsor list. and uh, But, uh, yeah, o- only 30 seats left. So they must have, it's, hurry, hurry, buy it now. Spend the 2500 bucks. Let's see who the guest experts are. Um You've, oh boy, you've got uh, Michael Neal, Jeff Brown, you've got uh, Marco Rake, uh, Mark Rocco. Uh, I'm surprised some of these some of these folks are associated with this. To be frank, yeah. So I hope they research what they're getting into here. Um. But anyway, uh. and then uh, well, one other event is called Work It. It's down in down in Los Angeles. I guess it's a women's focused podcasting event. Really? Is it is it uh, is it from WorkIt.com or is it what's the website? That's what I'm pulling up here. Oh, Work It is. Oh, that's some sort of. Uh, let's see if I can. Oh, it's W E R K, Rob is how it's spelled. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's at uh, work W E R K it festival dot com, and it's a women's podcast yeah, festival October third to the fifth. It's 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 put on by W N Y C. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, it's not cheap to go to either. It's five hundred fifty dollars. Wow. Uh, it's got a festival pass of four ninety nine, two day work it pass three fifty, podcast boot camp pass two hundred, and who who are some of the presenters here? It's actually a festival, is what they're calling it. So some of these ladies I know. There's a one day uh, podcast boot camp, one day course. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be at the theater at Ace Hotel in downtown Los Angeles. Well, they they definitely have some powerhouse women in this event, so they're they they've definitely got some good presenters here. So, yeah, and it's actually a yeah, it, so too. It's a it's a one two. Uh, how many days event is this? Three day event, October third, fourth, and fifth. So fifth, three, three right. day event. So wow, very very cool. So that should be a fun event, for this designed for the ladies. Yes, I'm. I'm pretty sure that men aren't banned from this event, but yeah, they certainly are not the focus of the event. No, the. Only all women podcasting <laughs> festival on planet work presents workshops, demonstrations, mentoring sessions, and not safe for work conversations about working in audio and digital media, plus networking opportunities, cocktail parties, and live t- 
taping, live podcast tapings at the theater at Ace Hotel in downtown L.A. Uh, they're doing a one-day boot camp. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, they. I wonder what their attendance is going to be on this. I don't know. It's got a, it's got a very strong focus on public radio, though. Yeah, public media. Well, let's look at the topic lineup because that I'll often tell you. But just the women that are presenting, there should be. Uh, you're gonna, yeah. women are going to get something out of this. Uh, myth, all the great. There's ep- definitely other shows here that are not part of public radio. No, are, no, there's a lot. Presenting, and the, yeah. And the top, the topics, Rob, do not look like they're really radio focused. Now, some of their keynotes are a little bit. Um, yeah. But their top, their, well, no, it's not radio focused. But yeah, yeah, their session, their sessions are pretty, um, pretty broad. So, well, anyway, cool. Yeah. Man, there's so many events. Oh my God, it's unbelievable. I know there's a lot, you know, and I'm not really planning on going to many of them because there's just too many of them. I mean, it's like, wh- yeah, which you, one do you go to? You'd spend all your time on the road. Next year, yeah. I maybe have to look and see if Mackenzie's schedule is. Maybe I can send her out for this. And uh, but uh, anyway, cool. Cool beans. There's no sponsorships. There's no exhibitors, nothing like that. So it's pretty non-commercial. Um, yeah. It, it definitely. So they're paying for it through. Oh, there are some sponsors. Uh, Corporation Public Broadcasting, Annenberg Foundation, Kohan, Mac, KCRW, and KPCC. So you have definitely all radio sto- folks that help. It's it's uh, yeah. funded in part by a grant, so. Um, so it, it it looks like that the the live podcast tapings that they're they're going to do there um, are brought to the audience uh, by NY by WNYC Studios and KCRW. So KCRW is also involved in this, and that would make sense being in LA. Okay, so here's the, uh, can men attend? The daytime sessions are work at, including the podcast boot camp, are created by and for people who identify as women. We also encourage attendees who identify as gender queer, gender non-binary, and other, or other to join us. People who identify as men are welcome to purchase tickets to the live podcast tapings in the evenings. Woke dudes, what, what is a woke dudes, might also like our podcast feed uh i think what they're saying is men stay the hell away <laughs> you're not you're not welcome i think that's what they're saying there <laughs> really well it's, it's, it's kind of it says you can come to the live tapings yeah come to that they're not saying you're you're not and uh, you can't come but they're definitely saying that they they created by and for people identify as women and uh, so uh they're trying to hint there they're not saying you're not allowed but you're, you're probably <laughs> it's probably discouraged. you're probably discouraged yeah, you're... in attending that's cool I'm, I'm it's all right uh... <laughs> <laughs> interesting right yeah, yeah it's okay it's fun if i if i created an event like that and made it men only and said the same if i said the daytime session is working including podcast bootcamp recruiting by and for people who identify as men we also encourage <laughs> if i said that 
if I had an event like that, I would be crucified. <laughs> I would be crucified. So it's okay. So where did you say or see this uh, this kind of uh, it's sentence a, it's at or the, whatever? It's at the bottom. It's on their FAQ. F-A-Q. Um, oh, on their FAQ. Yeah. I'm curious yeah. where this was. <laughs> oh, can men attend? Okay, here it is. Huh. Yeah. All right. Well. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. And you know, it's fine. I think the you know, it's it's good for the ladies to have an event to go to. <laughs> that is that is really interesting. Okay. And it's and they were very they were very careful on how they wrote that, weren't they? You could, that probably went through legal. <laughs> <laughs> Woke dudes. Yeah, what is a woke? Also like, what, what, what is a woke dude? That must be. We'll have to look at the woke. Is that what it called? It's called woke dudes. Woke, yeah, woke dudes. Urban Dictionary. Woke. Oh my. Oh no. Oh. L- listen to this. A state of perceived intellectual superiority one gains by reading the Huffington Post. Ellie is woke. It what? That's what the urban dirt. Being woke means being aware, knowing what's going on in the community. Okay, that's better. Uh, woke, although an incorrect tense of awake, a reference to how people should be aware in a current affairs. Getting woke is like being in the matrix, and, and so that, that's kind of a cool play on words. Woke dudes, and in other words, dudes that are aware of what's going on in the space. Not if you're not one that you. Not not someone that reads the Huffington Post. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny though about the whole Huffington Post. Yeah, that was in the Urban Dictionary. You know, it's yeah. a good it's a good idea too if you're getting ready to name your podcast to come to the Urban Dictionary and make sure that the names that you're using in your podcast don't have some alternative meetings. Because uh, I've heard some podcasts before. I'm like, do you know what that really? Do you know what that references? You know, so yeah, yeah. But that's that's an interesting uh, reference in there. Woke, woke dudes might dude. also like our podcast feed. We're we're, we're woke dudes. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so because we're even talking about this. Yeah, show. yeah. We're aware, knowing what's going on we in are, the community. Yes, um, yes. I I won't be attending this conference. <laughs> but you had you had to send one of the ladies from the from the Spreaker team. You had to, you know you you had some ladies at the Spreaker team. You had to send one of the ladies down. Well, they would have to fly all the way in from uh, from Europe. Oh, was the gals that were at Podcast Movement were they from Europe? Yeah, oh. they're all from uh, from Italy. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Yes. I thought they were in New York or something. So yeah, oh, cool. both of them, both of them. No, nope. uh, awesome. But. But we do have some women that are that are working for Block Talk Radio in in New York. So oh, that's right. You're, they could always come you, out. That's right. You guys are one and the same now. And can you say anything? How's the uh, how's the merger going? It's it's happening more and more every week. Uh-oh. So we're getting more more in in cahoots. In cahoots. <laughs> <laughs> more and more every week. That's about as vague as it gets. So any any other details, Rob? Uh, not really yet. I think we're just still kind of 
pulling all the pieces together and get, getting the teams uh, talking to each other and working more together. It's a, it's a process. It, both companies had their separate ways of doing things and their separate product lines. And uh, so it's, it's a little bit of a transition to merge, you know, like board of directors between the two companies are trying to merge together and come up with a new board and a new company. So it's a, it's a process. It's a challenge. I can imagine it is a challenge. So yes. better you than me. Okay. <laughs> um, I think this is going to bring us to the end. Kind of a weird show today. We were all over the place. So uh, thanks for those that hung yeah. out. You guys stayed hardcore all the way to the end on, uh, on Facebook. I appreciate it. And we had some folks on YouTube today as well. Not as many. Last week was the YouTube week. I don't know. We didn't. I wasn't paying attention, but everyone was on YouTube last week. For those of you on YouTube, we're... We're always on Facebook Live, too, if you want to come in and comment. but uh, Or newmediashow.com forward slash live is uh, the place to come hang. So, uh, Rob, I... Yeah, I, I think it. it's... Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to mention, um, I, I think it's about time that, that we get get a guest or two in yeah, here. Yeah, I think so, too. So, I think it would be good. Um, I'll... I'll do some thinking on that and see who I can uh, scrounge up. Drag up. Yeah. So yes. just just so you know, I get on a jet plane this afternoon, or actually tonight, and um, to the East Coast all next week. I fly back on Saturday, really? so no Saturday show next Saturday. It have to be Sunday. And, okay. And uh, then I think we're good. I'll be able to. Of course, on the thirtieth, we get to decide what we're going to do on podcast uh, International Podcast Day. And, um, yeah, I'm actually probably not going to be doing anything with that, that event at this point. Okay. Uh, I've got a pretty, um, I've got a couple of things I have to do with them. I've got a big prep week too. As soon as I get back, I've got the award ceremony to get ready for. So I'm going to be, uh, quite literally assholes and elbows all week getting ready for that. So, um, so let's, let's, let's plan on doing shows, uh, the next two weeks on Sunday then. Oh, okay. So do one. Oh, well, here's the problem. The 30th is the International Podcast Day, and on the 1st, I leave. Uh, what time do I fly it on the 1st? Let me look. I should be able to do. Let me look at uh, my flight schedule. Because I think I leave at like noon. So I think I still be able to do one on Sunday the 1st. Oh, come on. Sign okay. me. Sign me in. God, what browser am I in? No wonder. United's got this thing that they, uh... okay, sign in, sign in, sign in. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We'll figure it out. But I, I'm, I'm, I, I think my flight's late enough that uh, I should have no problem doing a show on October first on Sunday. Okay. Yeah. So let's just plan on uh, the twenty fourth and the first. All right. Sounds good. And, of course, if you are listening to this show and you're listening uh, and haven't subscribed yet, we want you to subscribe. And uh, you can do audio or video. So either way is fine. And, uh, yes, it is. But we appreciate you hanging out with us. And uh, But we'll see you on the next go-around here of the New Me Show. And, of course, reach out to me, Todd, at Blueberry.com. Or Rob? Rob at... Uh, Spreaker, 
robgreenleaf.com uh, or rob at robgreenleaf.com, either one. And uh, Twitter is a great place to follow me. I post a lot of stuff uh, that's going on in the podcasting space on my Twitter account. And I know, Todd, you do a lot of that too. Yeah. So. And, and we do have a, a Twitter account actually for this show. It's at NMS Podcast. So if you want to follow the Twitter feed, you can do that um, for this particular show. But everyone, thanks for being here. And uh, we'll see you next Sunday uh, on the new media show. Everyone take care. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Okay. Take care. Bye.